You're listening to the New World To Go podcast with your hosts, Redbird and BDLG. Hello and welcome to another episode of New World To Go. I'm your host, Redbird, and with me is BDLG. Bordy, first ever morning edition of the New World To Go show, dude. We're, we're you know, we're stringing it together slowly, I think. <laughs> That's right, man. It's definitely a big change for us. We usually record this late, late, late at night, and now we're uh, we're recording it in the morning, which is quite nice. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. The jury's still out yeah. on that because, uh, I mean, uh, lethargy is a real deal no matter if it's late at night or early in the morning. Uh, lethargy, you know, is that a word? Yeah, it's a medical Lethar- term, buddy. Okay. It's just tired. Okay. It was, yeah, it was okay. basically tired. I mean, I've heard lethargic. You know, I've never heard lethargy. Yeah. But, uh, okay. 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 Well, I mean, here, there you go. Uh, Learn guys, something new every day. Yeah, dude, you sure do. Uh, thank you guys for all the five-star ratings. It's been insane, Bordy. Uh, we've gotten a ton even since our last episode last week. Uh, why don't you give this some shout-outs here to our five-star reviewers real quick? Uh, I, yeah, absolutely, man. We've had quite a few five-stars, some with comments, some without. So I'm going to read some of these that were left for us. I did miss one last week, so we're going to backtrack and read this one. This one comes in from Hasio8754. And, uh, dude, I don't think I can sing this, but I will read it. If I sang it, I'm pretty sure we would lose all of our listeners. But he uh, he comes in hot with the we're no strangers to love. You know the rules, and so do I. A full commitment's what I'm thinking of. And you wouldn't get this from any other guy. That's that's his comment. It's a five-star review. Thank you for that. We, one. we appreciate rolled, you very much, dude. We got Rick rolled. We definitely got Rick rolled, but that's quite all right. Uh, great comment. Good five-star. Another one comes in from a guy. Uh, his his name is eBay is hot garbage. So uh, thank you for the five star. True, big uh, true. Five star says, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude, his five star says, awesome podcast. I'm thinking about getting into new world, and this podcast is so helpful about filling me in on the newest new world news, and I rate this podcast a five of five. Yo, thank you so much, eBay is hot garbage. We appreciate that very, very much, man. The next one comes in from BD Zombie. says, you guys should do an episode on builds. I've looked up tank builds because I love being a tank in MMORPGs, and I would like your two cents on builds in-game. Thanks. Love your podcast. Yo, thank you, BD Zombie. I'm sure at some point we'll do some build episodes. We do have, I think, some build videos and a lot of other build stuff on the website coming your way soon so we'll probably incorporate that into the podcast i would imagine right Rand? at some point i would think so I, I would think so sure. we have we have tons of plans for the the podcast and the youtube channel coming up we have also some interesting stuff coming over to new world fans today so if you guys yeah, are listening to this uh, you can potentially check out new world fans and you might see some new stuff over there uh, we're excited uh, about that. Uh, also, guys, don't forget to hit the subscription button, the notification bell. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, we we got Danny over here now. We're we're all rolling. Three of us are are all full time, uh, and we're gonna be putting out a ton of, of of YouTube content for you guys. We've been working on it all weekend, and we're excited uh, for you guys to see that, dude. We're we're trying to we're trying to run it up, Bordy. You know what yeah, I mean? We're we trying are. to we we're trying to go forward in a, in a big way, and and we can't wait to to continue to to show you guys what we have been working on for New World. Uh, so stay tuned yeah. here. We also, have two more reviews, man. Oh, yeah, my we bad. have two my more. Bad, dude. I just yeah, went right you, you, into you it. Started, you started going yeah, right on into it. My bad. It, man. My bad. No, no, no. Continue. We have two more. Yeah, we have two more. One of them is from Vanun TV UJD CICD. I don't know how to say the rest of the name, but it says, I love, it says, when you can't play, listen. I love to listen to this when I work and can't be playing the game. 
they're ahead of me in terms of actual gameplay. So it's good to hear about some of the content I'll be coming up to you. Thank you for the review. Vuntun, we appreciate that. And the very last one comes in from Joe Watt 64. And he says, good show. Thanks for doing these shows. Maybe you guys could cover some, uh, some newbie type of topics. Uh, and then he says, not everybody gets to play every day. Uh, I would think, sure, we'll, we can probably cover some newbie newbie stuff moving forward. Maybe we can do a segment or something like that at some point, Red. Incorporate that somehow. But thank you guys so much for the reviews. We greatly appreciate it. It helps us out tremendously for the podcast rating. So thank you guys. I will say we do have a lot of beginner guides up right now on yes, New World fans. And and, uh, and I know that a lot of people have found those very helpful. Uh, so, so check that out uh, if you're listening. Uh, check that out as well. Uh, we would be in deep trouble if we didn't mention the Revenant real quick. Uh, our company, uh, <laughs> uh, guys, if you're interested, if you're on the Takamagahara server or have a server transfer, we're recruiting again. So if you're interested in joining our show or uh, not our show, our our company, you should uh, hop over there, hop in the Discord, and then and then uh, write, you know, fill out the the short brief um recruitment uh, thing in the recruitment channel uh i don't know what our requirements are we're right now i think it's just basically we just want to make sure you're not you know a spy i think so if you come over here join our our discord and fill out that application uh we would greatly appreciate that we're trying to fill up uh the rosters uh real quick and so we're opening up the uh the recruitment again i think we have about 30 openings or something some somewhere in that neighborhood between the two companies we have uh so yeah we'd, we would really appreciate that and our recruitment officer definitely would she uh was uh she gave us a stern talking to in our last meeting about <laughs> <laughs> promoting the pod on the podcast but we did it and uh chill okay we, we get it we did the thing uh so she'll be happy now right <laughs> All yes, right. I hope so. We got to keep wrapping. Yes, for sure. All right, so let's hop right into the news. I guess it's not right into the news. I mean, we did take about 15 minutes to do the opener, but nevertheless, <laughs> dude, patch notes are here. We got 1.0.4, Bordy, and uh, dude, we got a lot of new stuff uh, here. Uh, we're going to talk more about some of it later on the episode, but we got Outpost Rush back, dude. Uh, one of the things me and you looked forward to the most uh, is now back online. So if you haven't tried Outpost, if you're level 60 and you haven't tried Outpost Rush yet, you should definitely uh, do so. It's 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 a lot of fun. Me and you have been having uh, a blast in there. We'll, we'll, we'll skim over that because we're going to talk a little bit more about that later. Also, server transfers are back, Bordy. Uh, so that's good. Uh, I know that a lot of yep. people have been looking forward to rejoining their friends that they kind of missed out on the launch. So uh, those are those are here as well. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the servers shake out long term. You know, yeah. like I think at some point they'll kind of settle down and people are going to move to where they're going to go and have long term homes and whatever. But I think there's still going to be a lot of movement and a lot of adjustment to most servers, I would imagine. So it'll be interesting to see how all this plays out long term. Yes, uh, obviously you do have the typical like let's rush to our favorite streamers thing going on. So there, the queues were back on some of the servers. Uh, I know that the highest one I saw was like 500 people in queue, which is not bad. Usually, I think about 15 minutes uh, to 20 minutes, if I remember correctly, from from the early launch of the game. 
Uh, so, you know, just be mindful. If you're trying to join like Asmongold server or something, you're going to have a queue. Okay. It's, it's going to happen. It, it just don't complain about it. That's my pet peeve. I guess that's like my two senses. If you, if you know what you're getting into, so don't say, oh my gosh, queues are back. No, you just chose to join a popular server. And uh, again, it was your choice. So don't complain. Listen, that's it. usually that's usually the things that I say, man. Now who's being the the stern like internet dad? Uh, my bad. I mean, I'm just trying to be uh, yeah. like, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like yeah. <laughs> sometimes here's the thing: we we we're a little we gave some tough love to New World on our last episode, and we got some obviously support for that. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying. I don't like to be negative. I don't like to. I just feel like you know sometimes there's reasons for criticism and stuff. Obviously, uh, you know. Uh, and, and this isn't one of them. Like if you're joining a server that, that, you know, is full, don't complain about the queue time. It's silly. All right. Uh, also the faction token, uh, ink or max was increased significantly boardy. Very happy about this one. It did feel kind of weird, uh, to have your limit be at 50 K when, when again, the most expensive armor piece and the faction store was 50 K. So you basically, if you were grinding to that, you were going to hemorrhage some tokens. There's no way to land that on the nose. So I'm glad they increased that to 75,000. Yeah, it was a good change for sure. I like it as well. Uh, and then uh, also general fixes. Lots of bugs uh, that were were uh, fixed, and they're even more so uh, uh, here recently. They've been doing some like ninja fixes, Bordy. Uh, we can talk a little bit about that, that more later as well. But that's about it on um, 1.0.4. You know that we, we we did get those two features back in the game. I think a lot of us are really looking forward to 1.1, though. Uh, so hopefully yeah. that will come soon. Uh, some 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 uh, issues that we're, you know, again, talk about uh, here in the next uh, topic uh, that about performance and, and, and everything like that. But so uh, something this week that was also announced was that New World, uh, the communication uh, is all server side. Now, this is big. I, if you have a background like in competitive gaming and everything, you're probably more familiar with these things or these terms, but 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 it's important to note that, that again, um, all of the communication in New World is going to be uh, uh, on the server side. So there, you know, what that means basically is every time you do an action, it is checked with the server. Now, it gets more complicated uh, because obviously AGS has a, a different system that you know that that is in place that makes it more complicated and is a little bit more, I guess, uh, detailed than than it typically is. Uh, we don't want to go through this whole thing, I don't think, Bordy. Uh, it's pretty wordy, but but the, it's just important to know that you know again as you the reasons why some of the war issues are happening. Uh, is is not just a server or or uh, performance of the game, but it's also some bugs that were uh, in place. Here's one specific that they did mention. We did have a bug in which, uh, given certain circumstances, we were waiting server side on input for a client before processing through to outcomes. Combined with an inten un intentional weapon effect that was a allows for brief invulnerability, this created a situation where players could delay the communication between the server. Uh, and then creating a, a prolonged state of of invulnerability, and this is the thing I think we mentioned on last episode, episode where the the hatchet users, you know, you get that uh, defy death uh, once you once you uh, you know proc your death uh, having a hatchet equipped, 
and you could delay that uh, amount of time that that the invulnerability occurred by pulling your window around like a like a psychopath uh and uh yeah, yeah. so so that's why is because the client again it's all client side uh the you know uh or no excuse me all server side so then the server was just waiting for the client input and and it was just del- being delayed by the window thing so that that's that's kind of the best example that we can kind of give i think because this is the specific thing that uh i think a lot of people are complaining about yeah, but they did fix that bug, so they say right. in this article here. So hopefully they'll continue to squash those as they come up. I don't know the technical side of things very well, so I don't really can't really speak on this a whole lot in terms of how good or bad it would be. But it seems like having things more server side overall should be a positive thing in the long run. I hope if yes. they can get like the war issues sorted out, because whenever you're all client side, I do know it's a lot easier to hack and to exploit and to do some of those things, which we've seen a lot of that in New World so far too. But hopefully as they begin to squash wash a lot of these issues that are coming up hopefully those things won't crop up over time and long term this should be or i hope it, it is a much better solution than like any kind of client side stuff you know yeah and and you're correct 100 in that and it's more encouraging i think or it should be more encouraging the players to know that a lot of these uh, issues are uh, that they can be fixed because it's server based. So uh, the exploiting yeah. and, and all of those things are typically like problems with bugs or, you know, coding issues and in, in, in the server side that, that, that new world can make adjustments to and eliminate. Uh, whereas like you, like you said, uh, some, some client based games, the, they just, without like anti cheat and everything, have a lot of problems, uh, in the long yeah. run. So hopefully, hopefully they can get those, worked out uh which is yeah. you know again um i think something we all want uh to see and 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 one of the main reasons i think a lot of people are waiting for 1.1 to see what the improvements there uh look like uh and the last thing Bordy, uh, they did make an official comment on watermarking and and this was the question i think a lot of people had and and some of the things were cleared up by a conversation or a private conversation uh with dr lupo uh, a long time ago. It seems like a long time ago anyways. Um, so, uh, yeah, that, that was cleared up. Uh, it's just basically important to know that your watermark, uh, and we're going to go, we're going to write guides about this on the website. We have a tool coming shortly, uh, to help with that as well. And, and, uh, you know, this is the important thing to know is, is, you know, past level 60, you can still progress and it's done through the watermark system. It's basically through drops and chest openings in the open world. Uh, you'll slowly gather that number up as you, as those things drop, you don't need to pick them up or even equip them. You just basically, you know, go out there and play the game at a high level, which means basically you need to be at or above your, your character's, uh, current level killing mobs at or above your current level to get these drops and 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 uh, that's obviously the gist of it but there's a lot more details uh, in place which we'll have up on the website soon we already have an article up covering all the information that was given as well Bordy. anything about the watermarks that you can think of that i missed um, I just want to ask you, like, what your opinion is of the watermark system? Do you enjoy the current the current iteration of it? Because we've been doing, we're we're both sixty. We have been for uh, for a good while now. We've been doing a lot of grinding for in game, trying to get our watermark up. Uh, so, what do you think about the system overall? Do you enjoy like the watermark grind? Do you think it's a good way to go about like obtaining in game gear? What's your thoughts on the watermark system? 
Uh, yeah. I here's the thing: is I I like it, but I'm just kind of that's the background of gaming that I am used to is like progression past level level 60. I do like the fact that you can also get it crafted for you. Like, you know what I mean? You can do the watermark yeah. grind and get your, your drops up to your level or, or increase your good score in that way. But that's not the absolute end all be all way. You can obviously uh, get those items crafted for you and not have to do this grind. But I like that the option to do the grind is there as well um so yeah i i like it i like i like that they're being transparent about the system for sure so there's not a lot of questions in how you do it because i think that can sometimes be um pretty negative is like well i don't know how to progress past this point right and so then like there's it's just a big secret to everybody on on how you get higher gear and now that it's kind of basically been painted i think it's i think it's uh, a good system uh, that that you can do both, right? That that crafting is viable and uh, PVE grinding is viable for progression. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. I don't mind it either. It it is definitely a grind, but it does give you something to do after sixty for yeah. sure. It's a lot of added content, and the way they have it for each specific item is slot dropping. So like your weapons, it takes a while to grind your watermark up for weapons because there's a lot of weapons, and each of them have their own watermark. So it's not like you just get a weapon drop and that increases your watermark for all your weapons. You have to get it for each specific weapon, which I think is fine, man. It gives you something to do, it gives you something to grind for, and I, I personally don't mind it. That I I do I do like that you can get your watermark up from various things like you can do corrupted portals get your watermark up you can go grind the elite chests if you're a solo you can go grind just normal mobs that are level 60 plus to get your watermark up outpost rush has a small chance of getting your watermark up so there there are a lot of options to do that because the elite mob grind does get a little boring after a little while if you're yeah. going around with a big group <laughs> doing the elite mob grind it gets a little bit old uh so there's there's other ways to do it though which is which is awfully nice yeah so, uh, overall i think it's fine yeah yeah, and, and I think that's like a min-maxing or like a one-percenter yeah. problem with like the... Yeah, for sure. I don't think the elite chess grind is meant to be as, as serious as we take it or a lot of other people take it. Because <laughs> yeah. we do it every day yeah. and, and go through every yeah. zone. And it's like, yeah, I, I, it is grindy, but I don't think it's a necessity at all. Enjoy the game. Yeah. Uh, do outpost rush, do invasions, do... Uh, sieges and and even expeditions and have fun and get your drops yeah. up that way and then find a nice crafter uh to get you up to where you don't necessarily have to grind up your watermark immediately uh you know you can just have the gear and then move forward um yeah uh and then last thing i didn't put this in the show notes Bordy, but i did want to clarify this the invasion mechanics this is something that people uh yeah I don't think we did. I don't think we've clarified yet, but it's important to note that that again, uh, the invasion. Uh, there was some misinterpretation of the information uh, about invasions. Basically, that uh, you know, you the further you went, the the more punished you got, but you weren't rewarded for it. Basically, there was a comment on the forums by I, I don't know. I want I want to say it's like an official person, but it wasn't like a developer. It was just someone that was responding to comments in the forums basically said like the way that it was designed was like the further on you went the more at stake everything was so basically you know you did you basically if you knew you weren't gonna win the invasion the strategy would be to lose round one <laughs> just everybody lay yeah. down their weapons and let them take over which was like obviously a lot of people were upset about because it makes zero sense like that you know what i mean again 
to do that uh, from a like game standpoint or from a lore standpoint. You're basically just giving up your your uh, your territory. So here's the clarification: we want to clear up some misinformation on invasions and how they relate to territory upgrade downgrades. How far you make it into an invasion does not determine how many stations will be downgraded if you fail the invasion. The number of downgrades your territory will incur if you fail are tied directly to the territory level of your settlement. The higher your territory level, the more downgrades you will incur if you fail. Successfully repelling an invasion will ensure that no upgrades are uh, regressed. Individually, you will be more likely to get better rewards the more you contribute to your team. So be a healer. That's what they're saying. Uh, so yeah. contribute uh, yeah. to your fort's defense and make sure that you're giving the corrupted all you got. We're keeping an eye on tuning the invasions and we appreciate the feedback. All right, so there it is, Bordy. Uh, it's it's solely based off of your uh, the level of your territory, not how well or how many rounds you get in the invasion, which is again <laughs> clears up a lot of concern for people. I wonder. I wonder what kind of. Uh... <laughs> I wonder what kind of conversation was had with the person that wrote that initial article, <laughs> because that uh, initial article it was, was written was intern, dude, so. <laughs> it was completely wrong. I wonder if it's, yeah, so, I wonder if it, yeah, yeah. It's like, it uh, did cause a lot of waves, and I'm sure that a lot of people still think that that's the way that it works, but it doesn't. It would not have made any sense if that's how it works. So I'm well, glad that they clarified that, and I'm really glad that it doesn't work that way. It, it makes me uh, very happy to have that clarification. For sure, and and now our at least our listeners know the truth. So that's that's all exactly. that's all we care about. Anyway, yeah. So if people don't listen to the show, then they're just you know they're missing out. I man, refer yeah. them. You know, if they if you hear someone yeah. say comment again, another thing to complain about that isn't worth complaining about because it's not even true at this point. It's like, not true. Yeah. So here they hit. There it is, boys. We got it. Uh, yeah. uh, so all right, Bordy. Well, that about does. We had a lot of news. I think we'll continue to have a lot of news as they push forward. Uh, and, uh, dude, let's hop right over uh, to the main topic of today, which is Outpost Rush. All right, dude. So, the new game mode, I guess new quote-unquote because we it was in the game at launch, but they had to drop it to, to make some corrections. There were some issues about people's characters getting stuck. Uh, in Outpost Rush, but no longer, dude. Uh, we have Outpost Rush. It is here. Uh, so we're going to talk about it. Uh, it's one of the things we've looked forward to the most. It's like a P it's like a MOBA game mode, a PvPVE game mode, uh, level 60 again. Um, and uh, Bordy, why don't you tell, uh, let's just kind of first open up with uh, what our initial thoughts are, our experiences uh, are uh, with uh, Outpost Rush. Yeah, man. So I've played a lot of Outpost Rush since it dropped. And dude, I really like it. I, I enjoy the game mode a lot. There are some things that aren't great about it. Like the Brutes, I think, are a little bit overtuned in that game mode. Uh, uh, there's some other things bit. that aren't great. <laughs> but yeah, just a, just a little bit. The, the uh, But overall, I think the game mode is a ton of fun. It gives you something to do. The rewards, I think, are really good. I like the fact that you get gold and Azoth from it. It gives you another way to go grind that stuff up. And plus, it's just injecting money back into the economy, which I think the game greatly needs at this point. Yeah. We we talked about the economy a couple episodes back, and and we definitely need some way to, to, to make some reliable gold. I don't know if Outpost Rush 
should be the end all be all for for gold but right now it's a good way to make some money but it's uh it's fun man overall in terms of the actual gameplay i enjoy it a lot i like the game mode i like the uh i like the moba feel i'm a big moba fan and i and i like the objectives i like the way it works i like the rules i overall i enjoy it there are some things that are weird that need to be fixed or need to be tuned or whatever but overall it's fun now i would recommend going in there with a group because playing solo can be awfully frustrating as well if people don't know what they're doing it's just like any other moba you know you have a you have a certain a certain uh, certain things you should do certain rotations you should make and so if you're going in there trying to win the match you probably should go in there with a full pre-made five men and you can make big difference with five people in that game mode if you go in there solo and you're trying to get your group to do things sometimes your group doesn't always want to do the things you need them to do to go win a lot of times people treat those game modes as like team deathmatch, and that's just a part of it though i think that's a learning curve that people are just gonna have to get over and figure out how to how to play the game how to win at outpost rush versus just running in and trying to kill as uh, a whole bunch of people which you do get points for killing people but that's not how you're gonna win outpost rush but overall dude Initial thoughts, I enjoy the heck out of it, man. It's a lot of fun. Gives me something to do in the game. Gives me an additional way to go PvP, which I love. Uh, I've been having a really good time in there, man. Well, you know, I agree with you. The thing about having a new game mode in, especially in-game, is it just breaks things up a lot. uh, To where, you know, there's something else that you can do with your time, not just like warring over territories or or grinding your gear score or your, you know, gathering and, and trying, you know, I honestly was broke until Outpost Rush came out. So now I'm, I'm very happy that I have a a way that I can enjoy getting gold, uh, which is, is awesome. Uh, you know, I love the design of the game mode is awesome, dude. Uh, me and you, you were a big MOBA guy. Uh, I mean, not so much until obviously I started playing a little bit of league with you and I kind of got addicted there for a bit. And this kind of like gives remnants of like a, uh, a smite or, uh, you know, a paragon or something like that, where it is like a, you know, a third person, uh, like MOBA. And it's, it's, it's a lot of fun, dude. There's a lot of strategy involved. I don't, no, if eventually down the line they might consider making like a more competitive playlist in Outpost Rush where you can bring in a full 20 man, but I think that would be like really, really interesting to see because then you could actually like, you know, hyper organize your strategy and approach to it. So, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know if that's uh, something that they have uh, down the line. Uh, but, but then I think they got to make some changes. We're going to talk a little bit about those in, in, in the, uh, uh, things coming up, but the but overall, dude, I really like the game mode. Obviously, there's some bugs with the game, not necessarily Outpost Rush, uh, that are that are affecting the you know the experience of some players. Uh, also, yeah, brutes need to be nerfed pretty pretty badly. It's basically like who can get the brutes up first at this point, uh, for the most part. Uh, so we got they they got to figure something out about that. But dude, overall, uh, I love it, man. I'm so happy that something like this in the game. I would love to see them continue to push uh, more uh, types of content like this that just give you. This is like just basically at a separate game inside of a game. You know what I yeah, mean? It is. And, yeah. and not only that, but the, the 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 aspect of an MMO that that brings uh, like you know getting gear and and doing builds and having your character. Uh, like flesh out the way you like it adds more to it, I think. And and dude, I love. I'm so happy that this game mode is now available to everybody, and I still play the the poop out of it. I, I've been playing a lot of Outpost Rush, so 
Uh, yeah, I have too. So it's that, a lot of fun, man. Yeah. So uh, one of the things that I, I think need to be addressed or changed is server exclusivity. Now, basically, all uh, now the current way that things work in Outpost Rush as of right now is that only people within your specific shard of the world, which would be like uh, we're in Takamagahara on the the NAE server. Uh, I forgot what our mother server is, but uh, do you remember the name of it? I can't remember. Off the top I don't of know head, what the. I, I I'm not sure what world set we're in. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. So there's like a bunch of but so only people in Takamagahara can join our outpost rushing. Now this usually works out fine. It's usually about like a 15 20 minute queue, which is okay. I think uh, we I mostly though only compete against the same select amount of people. Uh, you know what I mean? And maybe that's because like only like I think last time I saw like only like eight to 10 percent of people are max level. So not everybody can compete in Outpost Rush. So that might work itself out as more and more people get to 60. Um, but in the future, I could see that potentially a change that needs to be made with this uh, game mode is that they open it up at least to the world set, if not the entire uh, region of people to queue into that way queue times uh you know are are lessened and more people can compete in outpost rush more frequently uh what do you yeah. thought what do you think about this server exclusivity uh i think it's something I, I i think that server exclusivity should not be a thing i think that with a game mode like this with a with an instanced game mode like this i don't know what the capabilities are of them to be able to join like world sets but at the very least it seems like the capability to join like a world set would be there uh maybe not the entire region like all, all of us east i don't know if they could do that i have no idea i'm not a developer I, I don't know how that stuff works but if there's a if there's the option to like use the world set at least it would be ideal i think because it's 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 not like wars it's not like any other game mode it is an instanced game mode that you go in there you compete and then you get out of there it doesn't affect any other parts of the game which in right. a part of me wishes it did uh, mm. I, we've talked about that before in the past too about how we wish to tie it into the overall game loop of the game but it doesn't so because it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to exclude that to just your server it makes no sense at all it would be a lot better if you could queue up and almost queue instantly for outpost rush and if they at least push that out to the world set you could get into matches so much faster it'd be so much smoother you'd play with a lot of different people a lot of different people all the time which would mix up the competition it would just be a good thing overall i think so i hope that at some point they look at that and they take it uh, they take the server exclusivity off and they push it at least to the world set uh and if they have the capability to push it to like the whole region i think that would be even better to have like a whole na east region without push for us that you could queue up for but again i have no idea if that's even possible yeah yeah I would think it is possible. Uh, I don't know about the design of the game, but but I, I mean, obviously, tons of other games do it. It's hard to say that the new yeah. world can. Uh, but I think it, at some point it will be, I think, necessary potentially. Uh, but we'll we'll see. I mean, obviously, I, a lot of the player base isn't at max level yet, so still. So we, I think it's yeah. to be determined. But I think it is something that they potentially need to look at at some point because at night. Uh, when we queue up, sometimes it does take a while, like 20 minutes, you know, 25 minutes, which is fine. You can run about the the open world and and uh, gather and craft and do whatever you want to do. You cannot. Uh, I, I learned this last night because I was in on a roster for a war and you cannot uh, queue up for Outpost Rush if you have an, a, a, um, a war or something coming up in the next hour. So it prevents you. Well, from that's doing a good that, thing, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, they must have changed that because we were queued up for Outpost Rush one night, um, like right after it started, and and you could uh, because we had a war and it, it started right after we got out of Outpost Rush. But that's that's neither here nor there, I guess. The, the I want to ask you one thing though: What do you think about queuing up for Outpost Rush, like being out in the open world? Because one of the things that drives me nuts is that whenever I'm out gathering, I can go out and gather for the 20 minute queue. All right, so I'm out there gathering, doing whatever for the 20 minute queue. But then whenever I play my Outpost Rush match, I've got to leave. I got to run back from where i'm gathering back to town to queue up to, for outpost rush again and then run back to do my gathering route i wish there was a way it doesn't make sense to me to have to run for this particular game mode to have to run all the way back to town to queue up for outpost rush and then run back i don't know i wish i could just queue yeah, up that, for yeah, the open world i see what you're like, saying that would be nice like that way yeah that way i can just gather and then i can accept my queue go into outpost rush and then I can go back into the world right where I left off and continue together and then do it again. You know, I I guess if if you could do that, though, I guess if you're flagged for PVP out there and you're in the middle of a fight, you would just get transported out to Outpost Rush, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe you maybe you can't be flagged if you're queued for Outpost Rush. That would be that would be fine, too. I think I, I don't know. So some way it's just kind of annoying to have to run all the way back to town and queue up and then run all because because by the time you get back out to your gathering route, your outpost rush queue is popped, and then it's like, ah, it's just almost wasted. You might as well just sit in town for 20 minutes to wait for your queue to pop, you know? Yeah. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah, it's I like think they, they, time, they can go in one direction or the other, right? Like, either yeah. let me queue up anywhere uh, or potentially, you know, increase the the amount of, of people you're putting in the queue. That way, you, the queues pop faster, so you don't have to worry about going out and doing other things while you're waiting to queue for outpost rush. Yeah, uh, I think both things maybe could be done as well. So we will, we shall see how they're going to handle these instanced uh, game modes. We don't really like this is the only one right now, right? Uh, other than invasions, which I do want them to keep making us run to the door. I would like a system that will allow you to get a, a group together easily if you're not in a company or something. Although I know that they want you to be in a company. It helps the game uh, flow better. But but uh, I do like the idea that you have to run to the door. But But having a group finder to get people to do the dungeon, I think is also something to, that uh, uh, they could look into as well. Uh, so last and and, and uh, not least is the, uh, the effect of exploits on the game mode. Now, this is why I think it's so important um, to, and people have been talking about this as well, uh, to get these exploits resolved in a timely manner. And, and even, you know, and I know we don't like downtime, uh, Bordy, uh, as players, we want the game to be up as as much as frequently. But some of these some of these bugs and exploits have been to the like pretty detrimental to game to the game, like Siege or or Outpost Rush even. Uh, so so uh, what are your thoughts on like you know obviously we have the the bloodlust bug where basically it allows you to stay in bloodlust and outrun everybody all the time. Now there's a hatchet bug that basically allows you to stack a certain perk. Uh, yeah. To where you just deal like butt tons of damage uh, easily yeah. with an auto attack. So like these are bugs that like completely create like this imbalance between players. Uh, and and the only way you can compete is if you choose to also use the bug or exploit, which is a bad feeling. Uh, and so I guess we're we're talking about Outpost Rush at this point. What what are your thoughts on these exploits and you know I guess the overall effect of it on Outpost Rush and like what you know. AGS's response to them uh, as a whole. Well, it de most definitely affects 
the gameplay of outpost rush without a doubt so if we're talking specifically about outpost rush it does suck and it feels real bad whenever you're in there and you see somebody just blatantly using an exploit so for example the first few matches of outpost rush we played the crouching while in your own healing circle was a thing and 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 all you would see is just people casting these healing circles and then just crouching crouching it is so infuriating man because you can't kill them because they're just they're just gaining health like crazy so you have these healers sitting back there they're almost uh, unkillable basically unless you had your whole team on them and they're just back there just healing there it's just so frustrating man it definitely definitely has a negative connotation on the game mode itself uh, but anytime you're in a competitive environment and i'd say outpost rush isn't like the most competitive because there's really not a lot on the line but it's still you still want to win you know what i mean like if i'm an outpost rush i still want to win like i'm still a competitive guy i want to play to win and whenever i see people just blatantly using using exploits to to win or whatever in a game mode that really doesn't amount to anything it's infuriating man and it makes it not fun at all and i can see i still queue up for it because overall it is a lot of fun but i can see where it would absolutely be off-putting to people to jump an outpost rush and just be plagued with all these bugs and exploits, and then they just quit out post-rush. They never play that game mode again because it's just like, dude, it's awful. You get in there, and these exploits absolutely have a negative impact and a negative effect on the game. And I, I, it's like every time one's fixed, ten more pop up. And and I don't know, I don't know what the what the case is. I, again, I'm not a developer. I don't know. I know they're working hard to fix this stuff, but it's like, man. At some point, dude, <laughs> I hope they can get this stuff under control because it it does feel very, very bad in there. The game mode is excellent. It's tons and tons of fun. But whenever you are sitting there watching those things happen, it is very, very discouraging and off-putting. Yeah, I, you know, and it's hard to, it's hard to know, like, what, who's exactly getting banned or punished. I know I've reported several people. I know a lot of people, you know, just in general, take that approach is, is making sure that those yeah. people are reported. I don't know what's happening to them, obviously using a known bug, uh, but it is like, it sucks to lose to that over and over again. That's that, I think that's the main thing that happens uh with it is it gets very discouraging to even play like in a war or in outpost rush uh when the, when these type of exploits and and game mechanics are being abused that that's the only way to win or compete in them and, yeah. and that's kind of like a, a feels bad thing uh, but they yeah, have been doing sure. ninja fixes on the like the what used to be able to like dip into a healing circle and get like a bunch of healing that was fixed on the on the on the low, uh, you Onyx was bugged. Uh, the gem was bugged where you got the resistance from both uh, physical and elemental. And I, th I, they fixed that now. So they have been making a lot of different changes or fixes to these, uh, bugs or misuse of the mechanics boardy. Uh, but the thing is, is like, you know, we just, you just gotta, uh, at this point, I think, uh, be a little bit patient. We got to be a little bit patient, but at the same time, like, you know, sometimes some of these things are so bad, they break things in such a manner that I think it's just, it's okay to bring the server down and just be like, okay, well, no, no wars are going to happen or no outpost rush is going to happen until we get the, find out this issue and get it resolved. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, 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 that's probably a mixed bag too. Cause I think at that point, maybe they could just bring down those game features maybe and just let people craft, craft and gather and, and, and do the, you know, PVE stuff. Uh, it's hard to say. I don't know what the solution is, yeah. but, but I do think like, you know, some of these are probably worth at least like considering like shutting down PVP for a minute until they get resolved.
Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head with the patience thing though, because they are working on these things for sure. It just, it is frustrating to have these exploits just continue to pop up after a patch comes up, like after patch 1.0.4, that's whenever the, the stuff of the great ax popped up with the, with the bloodlust bug and, and all these other things just, and so it is a little bit irritating, but I do know they are fixing them. Like you said, fixing them live. The, the healing circle dip thing was incredibly infuriating. So I'm glad that they did go in there and fix that. But uh, we'll we'll see, man. I think over time we'll see how this plays out. And I do know they're they're behind the scenes working very hard to get this stuff sorted. I just hope they get it sorted sooner than later because uh, people gamers are not very patient people. I don't think so. Uh, hopefully, hopefully things will get will get sorted out, man. Yeah, the entitlement thing is it goes too far a lot of the times, admittedly, and 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 it's like. Yeah. You know, here's the thing is I, I still think even with all these issues that this is the best MMO launch I've ever played before. So I, I would you know, agree. Maybe we should have opened with that because I'm sure like, you know, some people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but yeah, I would agree. But the thing is, is like, yeah, it's still pretty, pretty clean. Obviously, there's just some bugs and exploits that affect like some of the big uh, systems in the game. That need to be resolved, uh, but but overall, I think you know, with some patience, they might have this again. If they fix it all in this week, I mean, they could literally just put out 1.1, and then all these issues are fixed, and then what? You know what I mean? And then we have like this then amazing, it'd be an amazing MMO, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and it'd be amazing MMO, not e like not even two months after launch, which I know almost yeah. zero MMOs can say. You know what I mean? Uh, and that that includes your World of Warcraft. And Final Fantasy yeah. 14, because Final Fantasy 14 had to be completely remade, so we know that that's not the case. And World of Warcraft Vanilla was uh, was a pile of hot bug garbage uh, for a long time, and that's why with Vanilla they started with a patch that was way into the future, uh, because they knew that if they set it back to 1.0, then they would just have all these you know recurring issues and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I, again, guys, uh, stay patient. Don't blow... Like, criticism is fine. You can criticize the game in a productive manner. Do not just take these all these hot takes, which is, is something we've been dealing with in the future, uh, or in the past, excuse me, <laughs> and we'll continue to deal We're with in the future. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, criticism's fine. Productive criticism is fine. Uh, but, but dude, chill out on the, you know, the world is burning down. Everything sucks. This game's terrible. Like it's not true. And, and we know that you're getting a lot of clicks on your tweet. Congratulations. But, uh, yeah, it's just not a great way to live life. So if, if you're doing that, stop. Yeah, the game is not terrible. The game is yeah, still yeah, really, really fun. It it is still really, really fun. It's just those bugs are are frustrating. But uh, overall, the game is still a lot of fun. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so the one last thing that we got to talk about here is is the limitation at level sixty. It should be brief. I, I I just I feel like this would add a lot to the leveling experience, Bordy, and that's why I'm selfishly like for newer players or, or if they ever like you know run a campaign or get a new expansion to where they're going to have a lot of new influx of new players. I would like to see Outpost Rush available at a lower level just so there'd be more stuff to do other than town boards uh, <laughs> to level up. 
Yeah, yeah, I think we've talked about that before quite a lot, and I would like to see that as well. I would like to see options for people that are just heavily into PvP to just be able to level up just via PvP, uh, which would be nice, which would be nice for sure. And maybe at some point we'll get some sort of arena. I think, in all honesty, man, I think the only other PvP mode this game is missing is some sort of competitive like 5v5 arena mode uh if they added that and it was like ranked competitive mode i think it'd be fine if you could play that while you leveled up just some other option to pvp while you level up other than open world pvp uh would be great yeah 5v5v5 maybe would be cool yep uh some sort yep. of battlegrounds maybe arena like 2v2 3v3 and then raids yeah exactly yep. I, we're getting dude that's that's what's insane about these, these those type of features usually come about a year after launch uh in a lot of games so uh, dude we are uh, you know uh, barely a month are barely in our second month here and uh dude I, I just i'm so excited about the future uh of new world and obviously we wouldn't be doing this podcast if we weren't so i look forward to hearing more about it bordy uh, so that about does it with the, the the Outpost Rush chat. Let's go ahead and hop into our companies of the week. All right, Bordy. So the first one is the Pack of Wolves. So take it away with, with uh, yeah, our friends. Yeah, man. So it's Pack of Woofs. Oh, yeah. Woofs. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, with a W-O-O-F. It autocorrected so the, in the show notes. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> yeah, I put Woofs. Pack of Woofs. Yeah. yeah. So they're an NA East company. They're on Frizzlandia. They're PVX. Their faction is Marauders. Um, and their size is 11 to 25. So they want to keep kind of a smaller company. It says they're a group of highly motivated but chilled players. Uh, they welcome people from all walks of life. And their hope is to expand uh, on their average of six guys. This is they're open to guys and and girls as well as they've been respect everyone and appreciate all skills and all levels of players. So it says their history is they're just making friends, joking, having fun, wanting to game. That's that's what they want to do. They want to they want to progress their characters, uh, their crafting. They want to dominate the economy. It says and then uh, participate in some in-game stuff. So it says they are participating currently in open world PvP pve dungeons and raids and then playing the market so it looks like they're heavily invested in playing the market and they're a smaller group of people looks like they kind of want to keep it that way because it says size is 11 to 25 but it looks like it'd be a great place to uh to hang out if you want kind of a small group a small circle of people to hang out with and you're not into having a huge company to be a part of go check out pack of woofs they're on na east frislandia server sounds like they'd be a great place uh to hang out the next one we have red is called the stag moon defense they have a really, really dope like insignia or, or company company logo, whatever you want to call it. it looks incredible. Mm. So it says they are uh, EU. Their size is 51 plus, so a much larger company. They are currently recruiting, and it says they are a PVX-focused Marauder company founded in beta on the EU Sculptor server. I don't know if they're still on the Sculptor server or not. It doesn't say up there. Uh, but it says they're quickly established themselves as one of the front-running companies, and they're currently looking for players to join both our our first mainly PvP focused and second mainly PvE focused companies. It says limited spots are available for the first company and applicants with war experience will take priority as it is such a vital part of owning territories. Our PvE company is targeted more for crafters, expeditions, and casual players. So it says they prioritize faction above company and company above self and strive to maintain server balance above all. So it says their achievements during beta, they were the first company to 100 players. They own the first Marauder territory. Territory, first war declaration and first marauders to obtain a second 
territories. So sounds like this is more of a hardcore type of company. They do have two companies, two branches, one that seems very hardcore. The other one's more casual and, and PVE focused. But go check them out if you're on EU. They're called Stag Moon Defenders. If you're a competitive player, sounds like uh, they may be a company for you. Yes, and we are very grateful and thankful for uh, the people that promote our our uh, companies, uh, our uh, Patreons on New World Fans and Studio Loop. We're very thankful for you guys. Thank you so much uh, for choosing uh, New World Fans to promote your company. And uh, go check those out, guys. Uh, again, guys, uh, first morning show in the wraps. Uh, we did it, Bordy. We made it through all the it. way. Uh, hopefully this doesn't get too late into your feeds. I still have to edit it and stuff. We'll probably end up starting a little bit earlier most Mondays, but hey, man, we're trying to get get our uh, sea legs underneath us here. So uh, thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate it. And we'll see you on another episode of New World To Go.